Man, Pelicans win a thriller 119-118 over the Timberwolves, improved to 22-12. and 12. Before we get to Chaz, we'll also have Chris Connor joining us, presented to you by DraftKings, the official sports betting partner of Boot Crew Media and the Birdsall Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Boot Crew Media, located at 918 Poitier Street. By the Superdome, give them a call at 504-523-5413 if you or someone you know has been involved in an accident. And be sure to mention us, Birdsall Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Boot Crew Media. Chaz, we were just talking about it before coming on the stream. Zion Williamson tonight, and just basically whenever he plays now, is an MVP candidate night in and night out, and he will be for years to come. Which you saw in the second half was a man playing boys. Who's a man amongst boys? That's what he was. You okay. couldn't stop him. He finally started getting foul calls. He finally started getting the free throw line. And then he was also finishing through contact. And then, Chaz, we talked about it. We thought the biggest bucket of the night was the Zion three ball. Because they were down Huge five. Shot. Chaz, they were down five. It started spiraling out. You could tell the offense wasn't really moving. Zion hits that three. Um, and then, you know, he scores the last 14 points. I think what you saw tonight is uh, Zion cracked the code in some ways with, you know, how some teams, well, hell, how most teams are going to try to defend him. And he still mm-hmm. has to become a factor, be it uh, hitting guys like Najee. I don't think Najee made the shot, but it was still a um, big shot. Hitting Trey in the corner for a big shot. Just expert facilitating, getting to the bucket, getting to the line and knocking down your free throws. Aside from that last miss, I'm really he hit two huge free throws prior to that. When it seems like no one else on the team can make a free throw, he got to the line, did his thing. Huge shot. Uh, that three, that was incredible. That was probably one of the more exciting uh, Zion buckets since uh, he came in his rookie season and hit those four threes. Like, just to see him shoot it with that confidence with the game on the line like that, loved it. Yeah, I mean, 19 free throw attempts goes 14 of 19 from the free throw line, 14 of 21 from the field with for a career-high 43 points. Uh, one of the passes you had mentioned jazz i think it was late in the fourth he threw a perfect pass like through two like arms into the mm-hmm. corner of trey murphy um and he's hitting threes and he's facilitating he's literally unguardable uh yeah. but but another thing i think we we kind of un we kind of noticed tonight or i did is the big on big screen from jv setting a screen for zion to get downhill because rudy gobert was just kind of meeting him at the rim in the first half well the second half you saw JV come and bring out uh, Rudy Gobert, and then Zion could get downhill and attack him. And you saw a poster. You saw an and one. You saw a lot of finishing around the rim. I like that adjustment from Coach Green. Another thing I really liked about Coach Green, and you're agree on two of these, I believe. They got down five nothing. He called a quick timeout. Yeah, I remember. He called a quick timeout first quarter. Got down five nothing, and I think they went on like a 21-16 run to uh, end the first. And then we got Chris Connor uh, about to join the show, and then. Leaving Dyson Daniels in the game, last possession of the game, to take Anthony Edwards, and it pays off. Uh, Chris Connor joined the show. Then Chaz, uh, what about that trust in a 19-year-old to one on he he's left in on the offensive possession, which he gets an offensive rebound, gets to Zion, who gets fouled, mm-hmm. and then defensively, your assignment's Anthony Edwards, and he he steps up to the plate. Man, I thought Dyson really redeemed himself with those last few plays because Dyson had a terrible game. 
I want to talk about those two moments right there. Right? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? No, no I, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying he more than redeemed himself in the end. Defense on Anthony Edwards, um, he was rebound. He had another huge rebound prior to that as well. I, mean, I can't necessarily remember the context of it, but it was on the defensive end. It wasn't an offensive okay. rebound. It was a defensive rebound. He was rebound. The, you know, the pass, it was such a crisp pass i thought the pass had gotten deflected i didn't even know it reached zion zion caught it went in you know hit went one or two at the free throw line this great effort and uh way to finish the game by the young young rook way to finish the game man uh chris connor joining the show before we get to him presented you by company burger located 4600 for red street chris uh first we'll start off with with the dyson daniels because we're on that topic 19 year old uh once again you know coach green Early on, he missed those two free throws against the Lakers, right? We kind of did that again tonight, but you saw Coach Green stick with him and finishes out the game. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like what we what we've talked about a lot about Dyson. It just he he doesn't let previous actions in games, good or bad, really affect what he's presently doing. And I think that, that that's going to be good for him long term. His ability to rebound from. Um, whether he does something bad or whether not letting something positive that he does get to his head. And I mean, you know, you have to, you know, you have to think that some of the times that he fell for some of the plays that D'Angelo Russell did would, uh, whether it be on ball or um, some of the calls that were going against him and him not, re- you know, just some uncharacteristic things on both sides. It was a clear layup after offensive rebound. He didn't, he didn't take it, pass it out for a Jonas three. He just seemed to be in his head at different parts of the game. But then to call on him later on and have him show up and him respond, I think it continues to show the maturity and just where he's at mentally, uh, not too up, not too down. Yeah, well said. Uh, Chris, uh, we're going to get your thoughts on Zion. Don't worry, I'm going to give you your time to shine on him. Uh, but, Chaz, you had mentioned before we got on the show, you know, Trey uh, offensively was great. Uh, Trey was great from from deep five six from deep you know got to like four or five from the line, uh, but defensively he was not great. So it was kind of a it was kind of a hot and cold night for Trey. But what you want to see what Trey's there to do is knock down threes. And when it's him and Zion sharing the floor, man, I don't know how you guard it. Yeah. Um. Again, you look at it. Um. Even with with a young guy, second year guy, even if he's a net neutral, you you take that because your ex your expectations of him are on the offensive end. Hit some huge shots. Yeah. Hit some huge shots, made most of his free throws, missed one. It was just, it was just the floor of the game at that point. Like it was everyone, flagrant was, fa- it was the technical, then like the flagrant. Yeah, or something like it was that. the flagrant. Yeah, yeah then the technical, right? right? And um, I, I don't know if that was a flagrant, but I'll take it. Right. And uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah. So it was just you know the, the the way of the game. But when it he stepped up, hit some huge shots in the fourth second half. I think he hit like five threes in the second. His his, his efficiency, his offensive efficiency mm-hmm. was incredible tonight. Yeah. Um I, defense, you know, it's got a little ways to go. Yeah. And you look at the box score, you're like trust he's plus ten tonight. I know like the plus minus thing is is always a little shit. Yeah, it's just um, like uh, I, if you yeah, watch the game, it's like, okay. <laughs> right, right, right. So, you know, I, I thought, you know, he, he did his job offensively tonight. JV again, another double-double. Um, and then we got to talk about, uh, I, you know, Larry Nance, Jackson, Hayes now. It's starting to get a little interesting. Um, Larry's Larry's a little hurt. You can tell he's a shoulder. Now he's got a head. Um, 
I thought Jackson was good in spurts tonight. Uh, he had some bad, you know, he had some really good defensive possessions, some really bad defensive possessions. But Jazz, that dude hit a big corner three. Uh, I don't know the timestamp on it. It was like either third or fourth quarter uh, when Jax hit that left corner three. That was that was big. Yeah, he had been look, and that's the shot he'd been practicing. So it's good, it's good when you see it's good when you see yeah, first year of the year. It's good when you see things you've been practicing work out, right? Um, you know, the thing with Jackson versus Larry, Larry needs rest, clearly, right? Me yes. and Chris were talking about it on the broadcast. Like, Larry's getting to the point. He's not used to playing this many games, you know what I'm saying, especially not this early in the season, this many minutes. You right. know what I'm saying? Larry's pretty much a co-starter at this point, so Larry needs rest. Anything positive you can get from Jackson at this point, you'll take it and run with it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, look, Jax, he had a couple of defensive sequences where he looked incredible. Where he like he was shutting guys down. You like, man, that's the guy. You can just get that guy every time. It would be awesome. But we know, you know, <laughs> like you know, right. we know what it is, right? We know we we know what it is. we know it's circumstances, right? <laughs> so, but you need Jax at least yes. until the deadline or whenever. You need someone who can help spell Larry because I don't think we see Larry for a little while. Yeah, he, and he's banged up. But Chris, I mean. He, he had a more positive moments tonight, you know, with Jax. That's what we want to see with him. More positive moments. He gave you some positivity tonight. So I'm going to go a little bit on Jax, and I got to hear his eye on stuff. Yeah, I mean, with Jax, man, it's the letter, the letter of the law has always been um, C, right? Consistency. That's, you know, um, consistency, his ability to, you know, to communicate, how he's able to commute off the ball, uh, being able to – sometimes Jax has, Jax has to – has to blend his own chemistry of sorts because he's in a situation where we always have to have these stretches in which he's not playing basketball. He's not in the rotation and finding his way back. And then he has to find his way back on the floor. And in previous games, they needed him with Zion back. He wasn't needed as much. He had to make his own way. So that means making some threes, even those cuts that he was being found on previously wasn't the same. Find ways to impact the, pack the game defensively, Grab a couple rebounds. Those are the things that's, that's going to help Jax out, no matter the circumstance. Yeah, uh, well said. And then let's get into Zion because uh, let me let me break down the first two last two forty five for him. Zion two free throws. Zion three pointer. Zion layup. Zion layup. Zion layup. Zion layup. Zion free throw. Zion miss free throw. We can look past that, that miss free throw. Yeah, the miss free throws because of the bullshit. <laughs> yeah, the, we can look past the, that. the ref. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the ref. They they mm-hmm. they froze them out with that free throw. You know, it, it was all calculated. Yes, I think that a lot of people um, you want to see him play more basketball games, and I understand it. And I mean, the team right now has twenty two victories, but I think it's fair from This current guy, as Pierre falls again, this current guy is a top five NBA basketball player. He's a top five player in the world. Um, You coming back after having COVID, you couldn't play the last game because they just wanted to make sure you had that last period to be in, the best shape that you could be in. And you go against a team that has some, a couple of the best style type of defenders for a guy of you, you know, of your um, Elk, I think McDaniels is a great Zion defender. He just is. 
You have That's arguably cool. the best rim protector in the game. And again, you're rusty. You start off the game rusty and you have a career high. And you find a way to impact the game on both sides of the floor, late in the clutch, at the free throw line. You make a three. You make a, uh, 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 I think there was a there was a turnaround at some point. There's finishing yeah. in the paint. And you look like arguably the, the guy that was in the best shape of anybody on the floor. You were ready for that moment. That's still in the, in, in, the, in the fourth quarter came with 49 seconds left for a dude that just missed the last game because of conditioning. That is top five all world. I'm good at things. I can do things that you can't and no one man, two or three people are able to do anything about it. It's listen, man, that, that guy is top five in the world. And, I think it's hard to really to really argue that. MVP. Is he an MVP? He's a, he's an MVP MVP talent. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean he's an MVP talent. I, I don't know. Candidate again, like he's gonna have to string more and more games together. You know, we're gonna have to see that element of things together. But yeah, I, I would say so. I, I would say that's a candidate. Yeah. Um, Ross joining us a little bit late here. We have about five more minutes. Ross, give us your thoughts on, on Zion, his career night. I mean, he's, uh, yeah, he's really good. I'm going to just echo what Chris said. Uh, I'm a, I'll go, and I'll go farther than that. I'm going to look at the odds as soon as I get off this call. I mean, I, look, you saw it, probably whatever that was, the 10 games before when he averaged whatever it was, 32 and 8, you know, on just crazy efficiency. Um <laughs> Just can only deny the talent for so long, and he's just played himself into shape. And you saw, look, I think, and, and I have to think back. I feel like there was maybe a game or two a few years back. He really took over the game tonight, in in a in a different kind of way, like a in that that like, hey, we're giving him the ball. Go ahead, just try to stop it, type of way. And there's only a few guys in the league, very very small number. I think you saw Luca do it last night. You've obviously, you know, you've seen Giannis get into those modes. Tonight was a, you know, the dude who throws 100 miles an hour and you just holding, you just holding the glove over the middle of the plate saying, stop it if you can. It's a different, you saw a different guy. Because Ross, there, there's certain guys, right? Like Tatum, Tatum, depending on who you ask, he's, he's at the top of the MVP mm-hmm. you know, ladder right now. But I watch Tatum play basketball and there are certain things that he does. And I say, hey, that reminds me of Devin Booker. Mm-hmm. No, same, same vice versa. There, there are other guys, right? Embiid and Jokic are, you know, they right. one's one's a miles better passing than the other, and the other is 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 an incredible like all world scorer, you know. But they're but they're battling there together. You know, Luca, Luca's amazing. But I've I watch him and I say, ah, you know what? I I watch Prime James Harden do. I've never seen mm-hmm. like like this this Zion person right now. I've never seen. Him. I, I, look, and I think, Justin, we, we, we can go back to this because I know you and I have had this conversation. For, for me, the, the closest thing – I know some people have said Shaq. I, I don't, that, that's different to me. The closest thing I can think of is, is Giannis a few years back where it's, you know, it's a lot of downhill, um, some really good secondary reads off of that. And, and you're talking about a guy that won the MVP, right? I mean, I'm talking three years ago um, where it's, you know, when Giannis gets that ball basically between the elbows and the top of the key, they're just they're dead. You're dead, totally dead. Um, I, I would, you know, I, 
that's the closest thing I can really think of to where it's, again, it's, it's a, you know, what's coming and you really, really can't stop it. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it's different. Christmas yeah, but you know, different. You, you know, it's crazy. I'm sorry, hold up. But you know what's crazy with, with the Zion and Giannis comparison, right, is like Zion's got the free throw touch. He's shooting like 73% from the free throw line. I don't know how good Giannis was, but you saw it tonight. We just talked about it. He hits a just – that's a huge three. Like two minutes left, it's a crunch time three. That's his first attempt of the night, and he just nails it. I, I don't know. I, if he gets that, if he starts developing that, I don't know what the hell you do. Chaz, uh, let's wrap it up here. But, I mean – you took care. I thought Minnesota, no matter what, Minnesota's got a lot of talent. It's a good win there. Um, you get Philly on Friday, and then you're almost getting like a scheduled loss at Memphis Saturday, New Year's Eve. Uh, what are you What are you looking for these next three games? Because you got, I hate to say it, but that that game in Memphis is you might as well just toss it away. Um, it depends on which Memphis team that could. That's a team that like. There's, there's high variance with that team sometimes. Sometimes they look, look like the best in the West, and other times they just, you know, play with their food. Um, honestly, I'm just like I was hoping to get go two and one during this stretch of Philly, uh, Minnesota, and who did we just beat? Uh, Indiana. Indiana. So hey, you go out there. I, I think I think even minus um, bi. I think you have enough experience playing without him at this point to to beat um, Philly. I don't think James Harden is James Harden anymore. Personally, if he continues on the, this road he's on, you know it's going. I think you have. I think you have a a shot to give yourself a, a puncher's chance against Philly. But I will say, if it gets out of hand early, just pull the plug. Get ready for Memphis. Uh, Chris and Ross, wrap it up with this. Hold on, wrap it up with this. 15-4 at home. 15-4 at home. Chris, uh, we've been fans since the Baron Davis days, since they got here. Yeah. It's never been like that with a, with a home court advantage. I mean, the stadium's been sold out the last two nights. It'll be sold out again on Friday. Uh, you were at the, you know, the forefront of this whole culture changing. Um, I feel like we're now seeing, you know, how – you know, dedicated this fan fan base can be. Man, you know, they, they just needed to see some consistency and be rewarded for their efforts, man. I mean, like any of us, you know, it, it's, um, I, I felt like last year that everything was coming together at the, at the right time. And now the finishing, the finishing piece of all of this, the superstar talent, when we had so many questions in the off season about, uh, how how it would all fit, how it would fit him coming back to a team that was making the playoffs. Well, I mean, he is the damn fit, you know. I, I mean, and 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 that's 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 great to see. And you know, both sides are being rewarded: the players, and the fans, and the people. And not just that; they're getting shows. They're getting like real entertaining basketball games. They've so many of them at home. So many of them at home. And they're winning them. They're winning them so many nights, so many times in this in this Minnesota game. It was like, oh, that's you know what? I don't know how you recover from that. They were in the penalty in the third quarter, down like eight with nine minutes left, and they, they didn't have many answers for D'Angelo and, and at that time. And you just felt like, you know what? No, they came back and they won again. I, I think we're witnessing something 
something special, at least for this franchise. I'm not saying that it's going to end in a championship or it's going to end in a super deep run, but if we're talking about for this franchise and right now, like there, it, it's something special and we'll see if it rivals what the 07, 08 team. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's got, it's it's going to be close. Uh, Ross, before I get to you on that, uh, I have to read exactly what D'Angelo Russell just said, and then I'll get you to close it out. D'Angelo Russell and Chaz, thanks for sending this, just said, Zion's playing football, we're playing basketball. We can't touch him or guard him, so good for him. I'd love to hear that. I'm so happy to hear that. Ross, you can um, you can close us out on that. Yeah, I mean, that's that, I don't I, – I, there's a couple ways I could take that I, other than just laughing. I, I, I agree with Chris that I'd just love to hear it, though, because – I, you, you've heard similar sentiments about other star players like that forever. And and I think there are other guys that it was far less warranted in terms of how much contact they draw. Um, so, yeah, I, you know what? As far as I'm concerned, you still owe me two years. So we'll, we'll call it we'll call it even in two or three years. And then we'll, we'll kind of revisit that statement. Um, but just going back to the Memphis thing real quick. Look, they're 500 against teams in the West. That team just got bludgeoned, just got bludgeoned by an undermanned Phoenix team at home. Um, and look, I, I'm not not willing to just totally hang my hat on this yet, but I think there's something there that people are starting to see about how to how to defend that team. And uh, yeah. you know, we talked about it and we've said it in the past. As far as I'm concerned, that's a team that, you know, hey, look, I'll let Ja get all he wants. Take all you want. Last night, I think he took 22, 23, 24 shots, something like that. I think the next closest person took 12, and they got bashed. He's a guy I'd let him get everything he wants and more. And I'm so not then you're not scared of anybody anything. in the West, huh? So then you're not scared about I'm not scared of Memphis. in the West. I'm not scared of Memphis, no. Um, which is, you know, I go back to Chaz. Chaz, I think, hit it on the head for me. You know, obviously, you go in there, you play your game against Philly. I think if that thing gets – you know, I, there, there's that's a tough team. I, I think Philly for me is a tough team. Um, oh yeah. There's some weird. There's some weird matchups for us, and, and you know we almost <laughs> spend a ton of time at this talking about it. If that thing gets a little ugly earlier, I'll put my chips in on Memphis because Memphis is a, a that's a mentality game. That's a game that carries over later in the year. That's that's a that's a much bigger game than the Philly one. You want to talk about games that you write off on the schedule for me? I don't give a shit whether we win or lose against Philly. Um, I've got a little more care. For that Memphis game, and I think it's very, very winnable. And I think there's starting to be a script written on them. So I'm looking forward to that one. Chaz, um, final thoughts from D'Angelo Russell comment. I mean, stop this stop being a chump. Like just stop being a chump, man. Like, I just I just I, I really hate this new crop of players, bro. Just stop. And he he's part of the like the last generation of play, like the pro- he was where it all started to go wrong. Like, just stop being a chump. Just stop being a chump, bro. First, Gobert was crying about it. And Gobert obviously, like, whispered in D'Angelo's ear or something like that. Like, hey, tell him he's bullying you. And now D'Angelo crying, too. Just shut up. Just shut up. Stop being a chump. Chump. Chris Conner, what you got? I I mean, not only is it, like, wrong from, like, a stats perspective, like, like, the numbers and the eye test tell you how – like, I mean, I joked today that he was going to drop 50 and he was going to get to the free throw line nine times because that's what 
that's what we're used to at some point. I wouldn't have guessed he was going to get to the free throw line 17 times. I mean, that's that that's funny. It's not that's foreign territory for Zion. Zion never gets to the free throw line that amount of time. So, I mean, that's just a salty player on a salty team right now who took a salty L. Um, and you know, on a guy that had a career night, you with or without the free throw attempt, you had nothing to throw at him. So, I mean, so that's unfortunate, man. Go back to the locker room, get your hair rebraided, and suit up for your next team, man. You'll we'll be all right. <laughs> Can somebody Lito from the car. Lito, Lito's from the car. Lito, I, I got, I got to. Well, you know, I gotta get. I, I would love to hear Lito's thoughts on this. Lito joined the show, went to the game tonight. Lito, did you hear what D'Angelo Russell said? I just saw it. I just saw it. Yeah. Uh, who, who the hell cares? Who the hell cares? Nobody fucking cares what you said. Like, yeah, we playing football. We we put we putting forty on your ass playing football. Deal with it. We were so close, Lala. We were so close from no cursing on the show, and then Lito comes in. Just bowling ball material. I absolutely love it. The Pelicans are 22 and 12. Presented to you by DraftKings, Company Burger, and Birdsaw Law Firm. Man, we play the Sixers on Friday night. We'll recap and then hopefully see y'all at uh, Memphis on Saturday. Once again, presented to you by Company Burger. Make sure you're following us. Like, comment, subscribe. Love to hear your thoughts. Follow all of us on Twitter, Instagram. We have all that good stuff. So see y'all Friday night. Enjoy the win.